What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel, and this is episode 54 of the Stay Nerdy Podcast. Folks, we're two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between. And the immortal words of Erica from Stranger Things Season 4, <laughs> the fire is consuming us! <laughs> Oh, my God. First of all, wait. First and foremost, how are you feeling? I am feeling very <clears throat> good. Cool. I am um, feeling very good. I know um, the Demogorgon got you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it got us. But you know what? Um, We were we believe in science, right? We believe in Fauci. We were mm-hmm. vaccinated. We were mm-hmm. boosted. And... You know, uh, it was a good two-year run, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things where even as careful as we were, it's it's bound to happen. And and yeah, and uh, we got we got hit by the Rona on the way back from vacation. Man, uh, but <sighs> luckily, luckily we tested negative at the resort because which means that we will have been like we will stay stuck there until we're positive. Right. And then like we got back like Thursday, everyone's feeling okay. Friday, our daughter's like, Man, she seems like kind of just like wanted to sleep all day. So we tested her and immediately, like the moment the first drop <laughs> it hit oh, that thing. Oh man. And like but you have never known other than her just taking extra naps. Like there was no there's nothing like alarming or, you know, um, uh, concerning. She was just kind of wanting extra naps. We figured, oh, well, maybe like the flight, right? It was her first time flying. Mm-hmm. Um, her entire time in the Dominican Republic at the resort, like her schedule was thrown off. It was like fun, 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 fun <laughs> sun, in the sun. So then like uh, we tested again. We came out negative. <clears throat> And like I was like, man, like I just feel like I have like a light cold. That's what, what I felt like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we tested again Saturday, and and like both me and my wife came out positive. But, oh God! But yeah, like I said, I mean, we are firm believers in science. We believe in the vaccine. We believe in, mm-hmm. in being boosted. Uh, you know, think of how much worse it would have been if you hadn't been vaccinated. I know, I know, yeah. And everyone that knows us, you included, know how careful we've been, right? Mm-hmm. But I think with travel, especially traveling out of the country, you know, there's always a risk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me. Luckily, and I, I, I'm very thankful that with us, um, it was just like a mild cold. Other than like, I was like very tired like during the week and like just like man i could take an extra nap yeah <laughs> but other than that i mean thankfully um we were everything was good everything Ugh. was good we had a great vacation <laughs> <laughs> at least hey there's that we had a, a phenomenal vacation um and let me see i i, I got to catch up on some shows yes <laughs> um other than that yeah that's <laughs> that's that's me that's that's what happened with me I, now i have antibodies for uh, uh, for a while now so i i feel like i could take on you're, uns- you're unstoppable world. now unstoppable. <laughs> just need a nap here and there but you're yeah, unstoppable. Just need a nap here and there but yeah other than that everyone's fine other than like just a, a small lingering cough um, yeah. our daughter's back to her usual 
um, dancing around the house. In uh, time for her her sassy twos. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she turned two yesterday. I can't oh, believe. Oh yay! Happy birthday, Tessa! Yeah, she's two years old, and uh, it was it's just like beyond insane having like mm-hmm. a daughter that like loves um, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And Little Mermaid and dinosaurs and uh, Baby Grogu. And she says, Baby Grogu, he cute. Baby Grogu, he cute. <laughs> and then she also loves Cindy Lauper. Um, she loves Y'all are watching- raising her right, man. man Y'all are raising her right. <laughs> I, the other day, I put the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video on YouTube, and she was like across the house. And Yay. she heard that very first that. <laughs> That bring that plays at the beginning of the song, uh-huh. and she just ran. She just ran to the living room, and then like her little dance, her little Tessa dance. Aww. Yeah, so it's been yeah, it's been quite the it's been quite the eventful uh, week. Like I said, just getting over that and and birthdays and catching up on TV shows mm-hmm. and and all that fun stuff. How about you? Um, not as eventful as you, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, COVID is definitely making its rounds. One of my coworkers tested positive as well. Man. And I've just been steering clear of everybody. This is why I don't like going out anywhere anymore. I don't like doing anything, going Same anywhere here. outside my house. Um, I start a new gig in about two or three weeks. Oh, my goodness. How amazing. Uh, better benefits, better pay, uh, shorter hours. So I'm all about it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, that's pretty much the only new thing going on with me. Just starting a new gig. Uh, You know, being a grown up sucks. And sometimes you have to make decisions that don't always feel great like i don't want to leave one of my bosses but everybody else can go straight to hell so you know (laughs) you gotta do what Um, you gotta do for your own mental um well-being for your financial well-being yeah exactly i've learned a lot like i said before in the podcast i worked 20 plus years in retail Mm -hmm. and like it took now it's when i've I've realized the importance of work-life balance exactly Exactly. You need to work to live, not live to work. Yeah, yeah. And um, the place where I'm at now just doesn't seem to understand that, nor do they care. So guess what? (laughs) Y'all don't care. I don't care. Peace. Bye. Peace. Um, Yeah, I've just been, you know, I've I've had to quarantine because somebody that we're closely with tested positive. So I haven't even been able to really do much. other than interviewing for the new gig, getting stuff ready for that, and of course, catching up on everything. There's oh my God. been so much to there's, watch. There's so much. There's so much. And like, it's like overwhelming. And if it was up to me, I would watch it on the spot. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's not just me. <laughs> I have a spouse. And even though she doesn't really find lots of it interesting, um, the fact that I watch it without her. It's like an issue. Oh, no. That's a, no. Yeah. That's a big no, no. Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I see that you watched uh, Kenobi uh, episode one. <laughs> I can just me. imagine. Oh, yeah. How was it? Was yeah, it like, great? It was, Did you was, love it? Did you fucking enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, well, I just thought 
I will watch. I mean, you had, did you want to watch it? We could watch it again. If I'll watch it again. <laughs> and, or I'll be like, oh, you know, now that I think about it, I wasn't really paying attention. So let me watch. Let's watch it again together uh-huh. that way. And so it was like, no, no, I was just kidding. I didn't actually watch it. It was just, you know, it was just the trailer. It was the trailer. Like, you know, I think someone else logged into my profile and watched it. That's it wasn't it was. me. That wasn't me. I wasn't even here that day. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but just so, so much. I mean, so much, but... Mm-hmm. but Let's see, we, is- have, we have what? Kenobi, Rescue Rangers, Miss Marvel, yeah. Stranger Things, Eey. The Boys. The Boys. I, <laughs> oh, my God. There's just so much happening. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot. Um, Definitely, next episode, I can't wait to talk about uh, Miss Marvel. Yes. Um, we, we both watched season one, or episode one. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good to like talk about episodes one and two to really beef it together. Yes. Uh, what I'll say is this: I fucking loved it. <laughs> me too. Look, guys, let me. I I have an announcement to make. You're <laughs> you're not gonna hear me say this a whole lot. So sit back, get comfortable, because this is this is a rarity. <clears throat> I was wrong. <laughs> I was very wrong. This is the show that I had the least faith in, and I actually ended up loving it. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, it's so much better than I expected it to be. I loved it. It gave me <laughs> the same way I enjoyed. And what I mean by enjoy is like when I watch something, I want to have fun watching it. Mm-hmm. The, the same way I had fun watching Hawkeye. Yeah. Was with this. It had the same vibe. Like, man, this is <laughs> fun. This is like fun, exciting. <laughs> It's easy to watch. It's yeah. just a cool, cute, funny show. Yep. Like, there's not a whole lot of brain power behind watching it. You just sit back and you just enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm so impressed with it. I can't believe how wrong I was. I really expected <laughs> to not like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's probably one of the last times you'll hear me say that. So, you know, soak it all up, guys. Soak yeah. it all up. It's good. But other than Miss Marvel, what have you been watching or what have you seen? <laughs> um, I know the boys. I'm going to start watching that this tomorrow. I, I want to get caught up. That way we we'll can we'll that discuss that on the next episode yeah. because I feel like I need a live action reaction <laughs> at <laughs> least from episode one because damn that intro. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. So, so, so this, is, this is what I'll do. I'll, I will record myself watching the intro on episode one. Yes, because there's there's one part in particular where I know that you're just going to be like, oh, <laughs> this is what we're, oh, this is how the season's going to go. Great. It's just, man, these people don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's it it's 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 so well written, right? That show and and everyone on that um the entire cast is like delivers everything perfectly. And I've yeah. said this before: the the costume design is amazing, the 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 acting, the writing. It's such a damn good show. But it's like the bad boys of it's like of superheroes. Like it's just like the debauchery, the how dare you, the holy shit that that. Did that just happen? I mean, if you thought that season one and two were bad, we're, this is season three, right? We're not on season yeah. four yet. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, it has already been picked up for season four and I think five as well. 
I believe so. It's it's <laughs> it's amazing, right? That um shows like that with just barely having a third, uh, you know, the season come out. They've already mm -hmm. been renewed. Like what we do in the shadows, season four yeah. was announced for I don't know sometime later this year, and they already announced it's been renewed for seasons five and six. Wow, it's 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 insane. It's just it's in, it makes me happy. Yeah, I know you love that show. Oh my god, it's just it's so good. <laughs> it is so funny. Yeah. Um. So I did. I watched the first three episodes of The Boys. I binged the fuck out of Stranger Things, which we'll get into later. Oh yeah. Uh, do you know how hard it was to not be able to geek out with none of you? Binged this show. It was me and Tony from your mom's garage. We were the only two that literally binged the fuck out of that show on what you, was it Memorial Day yeah, weekend. It's, it's difficult. Well, between <laughs> being on vacation, right? And, mm -hmm. and and let me just tell you, like Netflix in the Dominican Republic, like has like so many other options to watch, like stuff that we don't even have. So yeah. I was like, oh, let me just watch this while I'm here. Or, right. But it's just so difficult to like say. Like, all right, we're going to go ahead and we're going to watch this episode. Yeah. And then, like, that turns into, like, oh, well, wait a second. Uh, Tessa needs this. Oh, wait a second. Let's do that. And then before you know it, it's been, like, two and a half hours. You're like, <laughs> fuck. I, I barely got through the opening credits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so hard. Like, me and Tony were, like, we had, like, our own private chat because we couldn't, we couldn't, get, like, talk about it with anybody. And it was like, oh, my God. What about this? Oh my God, what about that? And then our theory, then we were just, let me tell you, uh, holy shit, season four. Yeah. Other than the first season, this has to be my favorite. Yep. I, I, I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, I did that. Um, there was a mini series on Hulu called Candy. Like, I'm super into like true crime and, you know, that's part of like, the majority of my podcast list is all like true crime <laughs> podcasts. Um, so they did this mini series on Hulu called Candy. Uh, it's starring Jessica Biel um, about a murder that took place, I think, uh, in 1978. I think it was. You okay. Um, And I binged the hell out of that. It's only like five or six episodes um, to see Jessica Biel in like a 1970s tight, short, permed wig is hilarious uh it's about um okay it takes place in texas and it's kind of like in that whole like bible belt like yeah. you know these devout christian bible thumping type people uh, yes. <laughs> and she decides she's married she the, jessica beale plays this lady her name's candy she's married she's got three kids she goes to this church um She's connected to everybody in this church. Uh, and one day she just decides she's going to have an affair with another lady's husband. Okay. <laughs> and it happens to be a lady that she befriends. Like she threw her a baby shower and everything. And long story short, she becomes obsessed and ends up killing the wife and gets away with murder, basically. I'm here, I, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's based on a true story. It actually happened. Um it's just like that whole weird like crime of passion type of thing and people actually figuring out how to get away with murder. Yeah. Like she ended up stabbing the lady like 41 times. Holy moly. And it's like that was not an accident. <laughs> that was not 
an accidental oops i accidentally cut her 41 times 41 times i'm just like wow um but it's a really well done show it it actually was pretty good it was super interesting so if you ever if anybody's into true crime that's a good mini series um but other than that like a stranger things has taken over my life <laughs> it's yeah it's 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 been a topic of discussion like between like um me and my brother-in-law he was here um yesterday and mm-hmm. we were just talking about it just nonstop yeah it's all the it gives you all of the nostalgia good feels it's and- a <laughs> it, it, it's a cultural phenomenon that reignited um people's passion that were either awakened or people they didn't even know about it mm-hmm. um and within the 80s yeah yeah who doesn't love the 80s you know who i'm doesn't? all about the 80s i am. Uh, sign me up yeah speaking of nostalgia though can we talk about rescue rangers holy moly <laughs> let's so let's go back in time right mm-hmm. disney channel fairly new Mm-hmm. Right. It isn't like what we know today. There wasn't that many um, that many shows. It was a, a few cartoons mm-hmm. and it was, I believe, you know, um, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yep. Uh, Kids Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. With, with, with A.C. Slater um, on, on the drums, mm-hmm. um, a show that I loved and I, w- I would fantasize about being part of kids incorporated and singing cover songs to we got the beat Mm -hmm. Um, wasn't fergie on that show yeah fergie was on that show and jennifer love hewitt jennifer love hewitt yeah i had like a lot (laughs) of a lot of people were on on kids incorporated but then when the cartoons came on this was like my jam so Mm -hmm. we had ducktales gummy bears uh Let's see, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. And then Rescue Ranger. So like, <laughs> like what was that for you? Like I, I I know exactly for me what it was what it was like, but what was that that whole era for you? Chippendales. Oh yeah. I used to watch that all the time. All the time. Um, I know Chippendales used to have like their own little cartoons. They were around a lot longer before Rescue Rangers. Yep. Um, but then they tried to make them a little more hip. And that, <laughs> so like man, the late 80s early 90s very hip mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they decided to put clothes on them and make one of them look like uh indiana jones and magnum pi <laughs> and magnum pi uh i remember watching that show it was adorable it was adorable yeah um i didn't know what to expect from this movie though and it delivered <laughs> yeah. i was so like surprised at how much i enjoyed it yeah, me too. Like, uh, like for me, it was my after-school, you know, mental visual snack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember for a while in Puerto Rico, Disney Channel wasn't like part of your normal cable um, mm-hmm. package. It was like a premium channel, so we didn't have it. But once a month for like two weeks or so, they would give us like a free preview. The free previews, I loved. Yep. I missed those free Remember preview that? weekends. It yeah. was like Disney, and then they did it with HBO. They did yep. it with Cinemax. Yeah, and then like <laughs> in between the cartoons, a guy will come out saying like, "Hope you're hope you're enjoying this free preview. If you want to see more programs like this, call your local cable operator." Oh my God, how much did you beg your parents I to know. please get the Disney Channel? It never happened, but <laughs> finally became part of like normal cable packaging. I just I love Rescue Rangers. Like I loved um, 
uh, Gadget. I love Zipper. I love Monterey <laughs> Jack. You know, all of the crazy villains. And yeah. when I remember in the chat group, we said they're making a Rescue Rangers movie. All of us were like, what? The what? what? But the why? <laughs> yeah, like why? And then I remember just thinking to myself, like, this does not make sense. Like, why would they make it? And then they announced the voice cast. And I was like, John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Wait a second. Okay. Wait a second. What this, What is going on? It did it, not sound like it would work. It no. really didn't. And then it gets better. And then they're like, oh, it's not a reboot or a remake. I'm like, my God, I'm, I'm my nose is bleeding. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was such a, like, if you were a fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit back in the days, which is a movie that I've always loved, then you would definitely love this movie. They did such a great job, which, by the way, Roger Rabbit makes an appearance. Yes, yeah, Roger Rabbit makes an appearance. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Paul, Paul Abdul, Abdul and Scat Cat. Scat Cat and um, just so many. But the, the more details that came out, um, I'm not the biggest Andy Samberg fan. His his voice just annoys me. Mm-hmm. But I love John Mulaney. I've loved to stand up for like the longest, and I loved him as a Spider Pig, uh, <laughs> yeah, <and> Spider Man. <laughs> and then I found out that like um, Akiva Shaver was directing it, and Akiva Shaver is part of like the Lonely Island Club with Andy Samberg and mm-hmm. another guy. And um, they've done some really good stuff together. They've like produced like the the Lego movies, which I think are very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking like at the people behind them, like, okay, this looks like it's going to be really good. Uh-huh. And then the trailer came out. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so damn good. Yeah. It, it was like the second the trailer came out, I was like, all right, I, I got to watch this for better or worse. I, there's no way I can't watch. I can't not watch this. It was a movie made for, for us. It was anybody between the age of like, your like, from your mid thirties to your late forties, it just, those are, I think that's the target audience. Those yeah. are the only people that it, this would actually make sense to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it was exactly what it was. It was a Chippendale <laughs> movie, but they like, how would you make it work? Like, how would you make a Chippendale movie work? Well, it's the only like way you do Chippendale, is, but make it adult. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> The way you make it work is, oh, that was a TV show. They were actors and they're celebrities. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is genius. Don't mm-hmm. take it too seriously. Make fun of it. Let it be goofy. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> it was, I love the whole idea that those little high pitched voices were like their acting voices. Yeah. <laughs> I the whole idea that they are now like washed up husbands and Dale just he's hanging on for dear life to his stardom like running the con circuit. Yes, the cons. <laughs> oh my god, the cons where you got it's so Lemire. relatable. I was like, oh god, this is too accurate. Lemire from <laughs> Beating the Beast and uh, T- Tigra from Avengers. Like, how- yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Uh-huh. Um, and there's just so much weirdness, bizarre cuckoo. Like yeah. um, J.K. Simmons as Captain Putty, he was like a what the like, fuck? A, like a Gumby <laughs> style uh-huh. thing. Yeah, 
and the live action Baloo, the Coca-Cola bear. I was like, why? Why is the Coca-Cola oh. bear here? The son Sonic the Hedgehog, but the no, bad no, no. Sonic. It was ugly Sonic. Ugly, ugly Sonic. <laughs> and the way they kept on like like Chip and Dale would just focus on his teeth. <laughs> God, it was so creepy. And so creepy. A cameo that like look at the trailer. I was like, oh, there's like a bunch of cameos, right? Mm -hmm. Roger Rabbit, Paul Abdul. But when Paul Rudd came up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that he was going to be in this. I was like, me neither. Paul Rudd? Really? Paul Rudd. No. <laughs> and then just a bunch of bizarre cameos Skeletor, He Man, uh, a Transformer. Oh <laughs> yeah, Baloo. Um, would, I think at, at some point, like, didn't we see like the three little pigs at the dance party? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we saw the three little pigs at the dance party. Um, but I'm like, um, like, <laughs> what? How did they, like, how were they able to get so many people outside of Disney? Mm -hmm, right? Like the licensing, yeah. Yeah, like the licensing. Like, how was that done? Like, was it just like a conversation saying, this is what we're doing? And they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Of course. <laughs> there's always there's always a loophole there's always legal loopholes like like with ugly sonic like as long as they refer to him as, as ugly, ugly sonic, sonic then they were allowed to use it oh, because yeah. it technically wasn't sonic the hedgehog it was a different version so ugly sonic yeah sure go for it as long as it's not sonic yeah did that make sense because <laughs> wow. at no point did they ever not call him ugly sonic but then what at the convention <laughs> when um when he-man and skeletor came out when they were under yeah. the table and they saw the feet <laughs> i said that's skeletor and he-man yep yep the boots <laughs> the classic 80s cartoon yeah. boots because i think every 80s cartoon had the same style yeah it's like no one knew how to draw another shoe exactly like just give them the knee-high boots it's fine when they revealed zipper's real voice which is the guy all state, all state. <laughs> all state guy i was like what the fuck and then and um, him and gadget had all those weird looking babies yeah I was like, oh, that's disturbing. And then it was Gadget's, it was the original voice of Gadget from the yeah. cartoon doing then, that. Um, like, wh who thought of getting Eric Bana? I know. To do, to do the voice. I was he, like, oh, dear. He did a great job at Monterey <laughs> Jack. I mean, and he was always one of my favorite characters on the cartoon, mm -hmm. um, especially like when he would like be around cheese. Oh, my God. And so, then it turned into his addiction. <laughs> the way they did it, like he was like like an alcoholic. Yeah, he was in cheese rehab. <laughs> <a> cheese rehab. <laughs> I was like, this isn't this is like a borderline like disturbing or borderline like they shouldn't be doing this in a kid's movie pretty mm -hmm. much but yet I, i'm here for it that yeah instead of being alcoholic he had addiction to cheese <laughs> oh god i thought it was like it was a genius idea when they put them in the machine and they gave them like all these other really recognizable other cartoons like oh, features yeah, yeah like, like the different ears the noses the mustaches yeah. like it was it was a little creepy. Yeah, there was like a Simpsons version, there was like a Rick and Morty version, there was like a Pokemon version. Yeah. 
um, one thing that I did like was um, they brought Jim Cummings, and Jim Cummings is like in the voice actor or voiceover world. He's like one of the most influential people, especially within Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought him back to do the original voice of Fat Cat, Pooh, <laughs> Tigger. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Darkwing Duck. Yeah. I was happy to see Darkwing Duck. <laughs> but what did you think of Will Arnett doing uh, Sweet Pete, also Peter Pan? Oh, my God. It was eerily very fitting. I yeah. don't know why it suited that horrible looking cartoon so much. I was like, oh, this is disturbing, but it makes sense. Yeah, it was really <laughs> neat how they his animation was slightly different mm-hmm. than anyone else's. Like, it was like purposely done like 19 i don't know what year peter pan came out but let's just say 1950s like yeah a vintage animation style yeah i love like the whole mixture of like the mixed media the mixed animation style like i love how self-aware it was like with dale having the cgi surgery (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh god this is so weird but it makes so much sense and it's so accurate and then uh seth rogan and the weird polar express eyes yeah that was great (laughs) and that that whole street where it's just like that weird odd cgi Mm -hmm. street it's like everybody was kind of like walking into things like the sims yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I loved how they brought his 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 what his main character, and then they brought a uh, uh, Pumba from Lion King. Yeah, <laughs> and then his character from Kung Fu Panda. Uh huh. And they're all just through the same voice. Yeah, and then the what was it? Um, oh God, what was he? Was he a cricket? A praying mantis? Something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was a praying mantis. <laughs> Oh God, it was hilarious. I laughed so much at this movie. And I was I didn't I wasn't sure what to expect, but it was so weirdly funny and accurate. Like yeah, it, especially it was, the whole con circuit was like Yeah, oh, that was well God, done. That's exactly that was, what it's like. <laughs> that was extremely well done. Um I loved all the bootleg movies mm-hmm. that uh Peter Pan would create and like oh just God. the horrible names. Uh-huh. <laughs> Terrible, terrible. Oh, God. And then Chip and his Snoopy ear. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was cute. (laughs) I thought this was so much better than I expected. I didn't know what to expect, but it was it was really well done. No, me neither. Perfect for people like in our age bracket. Like, I feel like we're the only ones that are really going to get it. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of people were like, oh, it was just kind of it was just it made no sense or it's too, it's too goofy. I'm like, well, what do you expect from a Chippendale movie? Like, <laughs> don't expect Citizen Kane. Don't expect. It's not winning Shawshank any Oscars. <laughs> not winning any Oscars. It's, it is what it is. And they did an amazing job being mm-hmm. very meta, making fun of itself. Um, I love it. I love that. Of the genre. It was mm-hmm. just genius. I, it, there was a, I loved every single thing about this movie. And yeah. like I said, just all the cameos. Like <laughs> in the convention, you see like a fat Thor. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there's like uh, someone that's like like some 80s anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Ace Ventura mm-hmm. in the convention. My Little Ponies. My Little Ponies. Uh, <laughs> like I said, like the Transformer. That was just like mm-hmm. so random. Yeah, Care Bears. 
Yeah, the Care Bears. <laughs> the whole thing was just, it was great. It was, it was perfectly done. Yeah, I... Uh, my hats goes off to 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 the directors, to the writers, just to everyone. They did an amazing job. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I I was not expecting to like it as much as I did, but it was like I just I couldn't <laughs> I, I couldn't turn it off. No, no, I was like I have stuff to do. Let me just like keep it on the background. I couldn't. I had to stop and watch because every time I looked at the TV, like there was another little like recognizable cartoon i was like oh god let me stop and just watch this because this is crazy yeah like i said um i fully enjoyed it it, it was I, I i i'm telling everyone go ahead and watch it um i, I looked up some of the bootleg movies that did, <laughs> and one of them was called matilda fully loaded uh, <laughs> bubble gump restaurant the movie oh no uh jasper the dead ghost kid <laughs> weirder stuff us. No, no, <laughs> I missed that one. Spaghetti dogs. Yeah, spaghetti dogs was my favorite. <laughs> like I would watch spaghetti. Uh, oh my god, the Batman versus ET or the Batman and ET scene. Oh my god, that I would love to know how they got the licensing for that. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was just I was like, what is this? Uh, oh, Pooge the fat honey bear. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite when I saw this, I laughed so hard I was crying. <laughs> Stupid though, the elephant baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I, I was just laughing so hard, like I don't know why. And I was like, oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> Stupid though. <laughs> when they went to that bathhouse and they and you see Scrooge like diving into his coins. Oh yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing is that um, it's voiced by David Tennant, one of my favorite doctors from Doctor Really? Yeah, who also voices Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales reboot, which is actually pretty good. Wow. Oh, God, this movie. We, I, did, I didn't know how much I needed this movie. No, I, I think it's everyone, someone in our, in our age bracket needed to, to watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. It just brought so many great memories of watching Disney Channel before it became what it is now. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like when people say, man, I-, I liked MTV back when it was just music videos. Well, <laughs> like when I think of Disney Channel, I just think of very basic programming. Mm-hmm. It had, you know, the cartoons, the Mickey Mouse Club, Kids mm-hmm. Incorporated, mm-hmm. and a, maybe a Disney original movie here or there. Yeah. Now I don't. Now I don't even know what it is. I mean, thank goodness for it because we have Disney Plus and all these Marvel shows. Oh yes, 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 and yes. I, 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 I am happy about Disney Plus. Yeah, but, but <laughs> That's yes, the one as thing that we didn't have back then, I'm glad to have now. But could this you was... imagine if we had Disney Plus back in the day and like we could just watch like whatever superhero? I would movie? never have left my house. Oh my goodness! I would never have left my house. I was thinking about it today, like. This past week, I watched Empire Strikes Back with Tessa, and I was <laughs> like, I can't believe that I could just play it. I don't have to flip through my DVDs or Blu-rays or, you know, I could just hit play. And and she watched it, and she liked it. Really? Yeah. Good. And she also, loved, she also loved Chip and Dale. She was just like <laughs> like a, a tent at the, through the entire movie. That's amazing. I love it. Yep. So, guys, <laughs> go ahead and watch Strange um, – Chippendales Rescue Rangers or whatever the hell it's called. Weirder stuff. 
It's yeah, watch <laughs> Weird Stuff Volume Season Four. You know now. God, uh, yeah, Rescue Rangers is a definite. It gets a two thumbs up. Yeah, yeah it definitely <laughs> does. So let's dive in to the upside down. Yes, and let's just talk about the Stranger Things season four. Holy fucking shit. The Duffer Brothers have done it again. They are in it to win it. They yeah. have all of my respect and I forgive them for taking three years to get this out. <laughs> I forgive them. Uh, I mean, honestly, like when I, I kept like, I've never been so invested in another show as I have been with the season of Stranger Things and I've been watching all of the behind the scenes things. Apparently, they were filming in three totally separate locations, which yeah. is part of the reason why it took so long. And then, of course, COVID. Um, Millie Bobby Brown actually directed an episode or two, which I think is phenomenal. Like, really? She, yeah. She just turned like 18 not long ago, and she's already directing. Um, this uh, – holy shit, man. This season. This season. Yeah. Oh, God. So – I don't even know where to start. Like from episode one. Let's start at the very beginning. Season <laughs> season one. Let's talk about every single episode starting from season one. I wish. Okay, here we We'd go. We'd be here for days. Uh, no, like this first from the first 60 seconds of episode one. Yeah. I was all in. All in. And every episode was what? Over an hour, right? They were like averaging like an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes each. It was almost like a feature length film. Like Mm -hmm. each episode was like mega long. It was super long, but it needed to be because there's so much story to tell. Yeah. There's so much happening. There's so – and the added characters, which Jamie Campbell Bauer is a great addition to this show – Joseph Quinn, who plays Eddie. Yeah. One of my faves. Yeah, um, I love him. Eduardo, I can't remember his last name, who plays Argyle. Great character. <laughs> I love Argyle so much. He's, like, the coolest dude. Like, I want to smoke with him and just, like, chill and listen to him talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also had, um, oh, my God, what is his name? I don't know his name in real life. I only know him as Jakan Hagar from uh, Game of Thrones, oh who plays God, yes. the, the Russian guard. Oh, my God, he was so He's cool. great. Yeah. I love him. Him and Hopper have like a great like yeah. chemistry. He's just he's so cool looking. He's like he is. <laughs> he really is. Like even with the weird stash, like yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Like all right, man, let's do this. He would definitely be my buddy in a in a Russian prison. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Hopper is looking slim and trim. He I, looks great. Yes. David Harbour looks great. He came back like, all right, uh, I'm going to beef up and, and I'm going to be the tough guy this season. Just like uh, Joe Keery, who plays Steve. Yep. Holy shit. Hello, Steve. <laughs> uh, you can save me from the upside down any day. Thank you. <laughs> uh, also, I just want to put it out there. After seeing what they did with him in this season, I would love to for him to be in the running to play Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. Oh my god, yeah. I, I've I've been saying that for the longest. Like Joe Carey yeah. needs to be Johnny Storm. It's he it's, he would be great. It's perfect. He's got like 
the good guy but cocky yeah. whole thing going on between him and uh, the guy who played Billy in last season. Uh, what is well, his name? Dacker. Yeah, Dacker Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. Him or Joe Keery, I think, would be a great fit for Johnny Storm in two totally different ways. Yeah. Um, but I, I would love to see it. I think he'd be great. Yeah, oh, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, my favorite, my fan favorite this season again was Rob Morgan. Uh, not Rob Morgan. Um, uh, Brett Gelman, who played Murray. Murray, Murray, Murray the MVP man. Murray. When he said that he was learning karate, and <laughs> I, I figured, okay, what's gonna happen? It's gonna be the classic thing where he tries to do it. He gets his ass kicked, or he gets shot in the leg, or something. Uh huh. And no, the the guy fucking nailed it. His hands were like <laughs> daggers. His feet were like whatever. Spears. Spears. <laughs> and then he did it again. He did it again in the Russian prison. I'm like, Murray. Mm-hmm. Murray for the win, man. No. I show- honestly, when he started talking about how he's like a black belt in karate, oh. <laughs> I fully expected the whole everybody was kung fu fighting yeah. to come on. And no. Murray kicked everybody's ass and Everybody. took no names. It was awesome. I love Murray. <laughs> I love Murray. Murray. Was great. But but this show is like I said, it's it's a cultural phenomenon. Um, the Duffer Brothers are just geniuses. Um, so did you know, like back in 2015, they actually took the idea for this show to like I don't know, maybe 15, 20 networks, and they all said no. Wow. I they're had like, no idea they'd been rejected that many times. Yeah, they're like, nope, um, it's not doesn't fit our 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 station or our, our company. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 will be too expensive. Um, we don't get it. I um, bet you they're all kicking themselves in the ass yeah. now. Yep, we, we we don't get it. This or that. Um, and then somehow the script got sent to like um, Sean Levy. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that's behind the Adam Project, Free Guy, mm-hmm. he's going to be directing the Deadpool movie for, you know, the MCU. Yep. And he's the one that brought it pretty much to like Netflix. And Netflix said, yes, we will give you the chance. Here's money. Make <laughs> make a show. Take and, all of our money, please. And, and, and look, look what's happened for the <laughs> longest, right? When when you would think of Netflix original series, it was always House of Cards, right? That was mm-hmm. like, and then Orange is a New Black became, mm-hmm. but this is Netflix. Yep. And it's it's amazing. Like I said, it's just it's it's been on for geez, how long now? What when did season one come out? <sighs> season one came out in what twenty seventeen. Was it 2017? Really? 2016? 2017? Here we go. July 15th, 2016. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. So for since 2016, we've been in every single season (laughs) has been amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll be the first one to say whenever like I'm always afraid of like when a TV show gets way too many seasons, mm-hmm. it's like stacking blocks and I, and I say eventually those blocks are going to tumble over. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. Every single season was fucking, has been fucking amazing. Yeah, they've been really great. And uh, this season especially. And this is amazing. So we see the kids. It, it's been a few months after season three. We got some people in California, some people in Hawkins. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they all look like they're 30 now. 
Um, actually, Joe Keery in real life is 30. Is okay. So. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought he was still in like his early 20s, maybe, but he's 30 playing an 18 year old. So, okay, so <laughs> Will Byers, he like, oh my God, he grew up. Um, Holy a, uh, shit, gross. Lucas, yeah, Lucas and Claire. With, with the kid and play flat, um, flat top. <laughs> he looks totally different. They all look so great. Like, I really feel like I genuinely feel like an old lady because we've watched these kids grow up. Yeah. When you look at the first episode of season one and see how tiny they were to now with these manly ass voices and they've like grown six inches. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I was watching their first interview on, I don't know, I think it was like Jimmy Fallon. And mm-hmm. they were just kids. They were babies. Like, yeah. Gam Matarazzo, Dustin, it's like this little kid. He was a baby. And he still looks the same, but just look with a deeper voice. Yeah, but seen, he's got teeth now. Yeah. We've seen <laughs> everyone grow, right? And. So you got some people in California, you got other people in, in Hawkins and, mm-hmm. you know, shit's going down in Hawkins. People are getting mm-hmm. um, snapped in places. Holy shit. Can we talk about the heavy Elm Street vibes this season? Yes. Um, this season, has, for me, every season was like very high, not, not hi-fi, sci-fi, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like a, a vibe. This one here is like a horror 80s um, Elm Street vibe, especially when the grandfather clock chimes. Yes. um, It brings back that sound on that musical score Mm -hmm. when Freddie will come on. Yep. Oh, my God. And can we talk about how perfect Robert Englund was? Oh, yeah. It was great to see him. Oh, my God. When they showed him, I was waiting because we had discussed it like a few weeks ago how he was supposed to be on the show. And I was waiting. I was like, where is he? Where is he going to pop up? What is he going to be? Is he going to be a janitor? Is he going to be a teacher? Like, who is he? Holy shit. His role. Yeah. And he acted the fuck out of it for the two, the two episodes that he was in. He was great. And it was so eerie and fucked up. Yeah. He did a great job. Um, I love how every season they introduce like a new character Mm -hmm. to like the season. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I think like in season two, we're introduced to Max, right, mm-hmm. and and Billy, and then Murray. Then in season three, you know, we get to meet um Alexi, right? Yes, and Robin, um, and and Robin, and then in this season, we meet Eddie. I love Eddie I so much. <laughs> love Eddie so much, and I he fits in perfectly. Yeah, and I truly loved him. Um, and this is like a two-part me fanning out <laughs> when they win the D&D game, right? Mm-hmm. And he was happy. He was excited. You could tell that, like, it's it was fun for him. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. It's fun. Like, he enjoys this. Um, you know, the whole looks can be deceiving. It's true. He's just a guy that likes D&D. Mm-hmm. And he enjoys it. He was happy that, that, that Erica won and, you know, and. He was with his friends, mm-hmm. but the scene when Dustin, Mike, and Erica are walking down the hallway in slow motion. Yes. And Erica's got the American flag. Yeah. I love her. Erica. This oh, is, God. I said, this is the most iconic 
her sassy ever. little ass. I love her. It's <laughs> yeah. like I love she's such a hard ass. She doesn't give a fuck. No, and she like. and she was great at playing D D <laughs> and she won. Mm-hmm. What was it? Princess? No, Lady Applejack? <laughs> yeah, Lady Applejack. <laughs> I love her so much, and I love how she doesn't give a fuck that she's got an older brother that could possibly kick her ass. Yeah. My money would be on Erica of over Lucas. Erica could definitely kick Lucas's ass. Of course. The way she was talking <laughs> like all, when the cops and the parents were all there. She was like, that's bull. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> I love her. I love her sass. She's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. These kids are perfectly suited for the rules. And the nice thing is we, we have to wait like a few more weeks for volume two. Oh, God. Oh, God. Volume, volume two. two is going to kill me. Um, this is the first time where we see everyone separated, right? Like where. Yeah, they've always been together. Yeah, it's always been together. And um, the directors did a really good job and the writers as well. They did a really good job to make it all seamless, right? Where yeah. there was a lot going on because you had stuff in Alaska and then Russia. Then you got stuff in California, then Salt Lake City, Utah, and then it, everything going on in Hawkins. And it all blended in just perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about Jamie Campbell Bauer as one? Oh, my God. Jeez. Yeah. So the way they fleshed out this villain is yes. amazing. So. What was your reaction when you found out that, like, not only he was he was just not only one, he was also the kid that no. killed um, everyone's. Yeah, you know, he killed his mom, his sister, and and drove his dad crazy. And drove his dad crazy. Like, it, there were so many layers going on. But like, what was going on through your mind? Um, well, I love. I feel like Jamie Campbell Bauer as an actor is kind of like he he's so underrated. Like he's been in so many things and just kind of flies under the radar. But he kills every role he's ever been in. He was in Sweeney Todd. Um, he played a role in the Harry Potter movies. Um, he was in. Uh, he played one of the Volturi in the Twilight movies. He was in uh, Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. He was great in that. I loved him. He just, he's hes such a good actor. And I feel like he just goes like unnoticed. Yeah. And seeing him in this role, he was so good at being such a creeper. Like you just couldn't tell if he, like, is he good? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he evil? Is he trying to help Eleven? Is he trying to kill her? Is he... And I couldn't figure it out. And then, like, the last two or three episodes, when it started, like, unraveling, and, like, you said that you had a feeling that he was one all along, right? Yeah. So, like, when he kept on talking about one um, Mm -hmm. with Eleven, I was like, yeah, this guy is definitely one. I never suspected that he was the son of of that family. Oh, that that, twist threw me for a loop. Yeah, Yeah, that was amazing. Like, I did not see that coming, but I kind of suspected that Mm -hmm. that he was, like, one, because he, like, he just kept on talking about it. Like, man, how does this guy know so much? Yeah. At first, I thought, okay, maybe he's the one that helped one escape. Yeah. And now he's going to do the same thing for Eleven, but then up until the point where he was trying to help her get out, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on a second. And then, of course, like you showed like the the wrist tattoo and I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. But to show that he was the kid and then he became Vecna and he was basically the one who started all of this shit. Yeah. Oh, it blew my mind. And I couldn't geek out with anybody. 
everybody. Like Tony and I were like, oh my God, but we couldn't tell any of you guys. I was like, did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Did you watch it yet? Holy shit. Have you seen it yet? Oh my God. I was like, were so brutal. Oh my God. Like breaking their bones from the inside. Yeah. It was such a Freddy thing to do. Yep. Like, it, like when he would kill everybody in their dreams, that's kind of how I felt like this whole season. They, this was a genius idea to make this like such a nightmare on Elm Street type thing. Exactly. And then, like I said, then the whole he was the son, like <sighs> when, when Nancy and everyone else went back to the upside down and you find out they're, they're like X amount of years in the past. Mm hmm. I figured, okay, well, maybe that's how Vecna killed that family, right? Because he got thrown in the past, mm-hmm. and that was way off. I was like, nope. Able. We were all yeah, way you, you off. were wrong. Vecna was the kid. <clears throat> Vecna's number one, and number one was the kid. It's all connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, I that threw me for a loop. What a fucking twist! And they did it so perfectly. Yeah. So per- none of us, none of us got that last twist. None of us. Everything was good. Um, the whole Hopper situation. Yeah. That was brilliant, especially like we don't know much about Hopper's background. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that he had a daughter. She died of cancer. Mm-hmm. But him talking about how he was in Vietnam, um, mixing Agent Orange and how he didn't think it. No one ever thought anything about it. Yeah. I was like, damn. Oh, my yeah. God. He was, yeah, he's so, I, I love David Harbour. I think yeah. he's, they have some really great actors on this show. Like these kids for being so damn young, they're all so fucking good. Yeah. David Harbour always kills every role he's in, regardless of the script. Let's not blame him for Hellboy. It's not his I, fault. I think he was <laughs> an amazing Hellboy in a and a poorly directed uh, I wouldn't yeah. even say directed and a he was poorly the best part guided. of a horrible movie yeah exactly it's it's not his fault that the studio fucked up yeah. a movie he was yeah. an amazing hell boy but did you know that like he lost all this weight and for the flashback scenes mm-hmm. they just put like these prosthetics on him to make him look like heavier yeah, yeah. genius yeah he works out with um, the same guy that gets Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans in shape for Avengers yeah. Uh, Don Saladino, he works out with him, uh, who has um, this gym in New York City, which every time I go, I try to like sneak by to see if I get any uh, visuals of anybody in there. Uh, of course, nobody's ever at that gym. No one of import anyways, anytime <laughs> I go. But um, yeah, he he worked out super hard and he's like, well, damn, all that just to make me fat. <laughs> he was great. Um, the girl who plays Max, Sadie Sink. Yep. She was great. Holy shit. She's so good. She's so good. Especially like every scene that centers around her this season. She's she's killed it. She's so great. Um, Um, Can we talk about Eddie for a minute? Yes. (laughs) I, I know that he's like kind of a fan favorite this season. But as we've seen in every other season new characters that get brought in are usually taken out. Yeah. <sighs> My Barb. Fear- oh, Bob. poor Barb. Barb, oh. Barb, Bob, Alexi. I, my biggest fear is that it's going to be Eddie. You think? Jeez, man. I I love the scene where um, he sees Dustin and like, they hug. Yeah. 
That was great. I'm like, yeah. you guys love these kids, don't you? Like, Steve's always complained about having to be the babysitter, but he loves the shit out of these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another really great scene, like the visuals this season are amazing. Um, yeah. The scene where Eddie, Robin, Steve, and Nancy are in the upside down, and then Dustin, Lucas, Erica, and Max are all riding their bikes. Oh, and you yes. see them like in real time and then it flips upside down and sees yeah. these four on the, but that was great. That's a wonderful visual. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of neat visuals. There was um, a few that did like a total, like, like a upside down 360. Yeah. Um, and then th- talking about great visuals, what about L's breaking point at the roller rink? Listen, I have never wanted to see a bitch get beat down <laughs> with a skate as much as I did. I want her to keep going. I was like, one hit is not enough. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. Let's go. Like, I hate bullies, but I will bully a bully. If a bully gets beat, I'm going to sit there and watch. I ain't doing shit to stop it. Yeah, that was good. That was, <laughs> that, that was a great scene. And um, then our, our good friend and and lawyer listener of the podcast, Paul Reiser's <laughs> character. I was just going to say, I was like, it's so good to see Paul Reiser <laughs> yep. back. He was like, don't worry about it. We took care of it. He's so great. I love, I, I don't know, man. I've loved Paul Reiser since my two dads. Such a damn good way show. Way back in the 80s. Um, I've always loved him. He's always had that dad quality. Yeah. He just makes you feel like, all right, he's here. I'm going to be okay. Like, I love how he's being protective over Eleven and, like, taking more of a stand and making sure that she doesn't get hurt. Matthew Modine and his marvelous silver mane oh is back. Oh, my God. That's, man, if, <laughs> if I could aspire to have any any hair, it's Matthew Modine's hair. Oh, my God. It is it is gorgeous. I'll say it is gorgeous. That is a great head of hair. I know. That is a really great silver, wavy head of hair. Uh, I'm feeling Modine. it. <laughs> Um, every oh god, I love this show so fucking much. I love this show so much. I love every character. Um, what are your theories for volume two? Oh man, oh man. Let me see. I'm gonna say because there's there's volume two, right? And mm-hmm. then we'll, we'll we'll have to wait another three years for season five. Uh, hopefully, they won't <clears> take <throat> that long. I'm gonna <laughs> say. Well, I, I, they did say maybe it was just a rumor or maybe I read it wrong that season five is going to be like a time jump. Yeah, right? they're doing a time jump, obviously, because these kids are sprouting like weeds. Right. So I'm going to I'm, I'm going to say it's going to end on a sad note. Mm. Right. And and someone dies. I, 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 of course, someone I, always dies. Of yeah, course, but, someone's going to die. But major, major. Do you um, think it's going to be one of the mains or do I you think, think it's so. going to be one of the new ones? I think it's going to be one of the mains. I think it's going to be one of the main people. Um, I want to say, I don't know, like, I, I think the obvious thing to say is 11. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, like, 11's one. But I think that's two on the nose. Mm-hmm. going to say it's going to be a, a toss-up between um, Oh man, and, and I, I hate to say it, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> um, either Dustin or Jonathan. You think so? I I I think it's gonna be <sighs> one of those. I think it's gonna be either Dustin. I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan dies due to the fact that they're really. Um, He's kind of useless this season. <laughs> he is. And his wig, and it, I, if, if there's one thing I gotta say is his wig is horrible. 
<laughs> Other than that, that's the like thing really is ridiculous. that's not a wig. That's his actual hair. <laughs> what? Charlie, Charlie Heat, Charlie listening. Do something. Now so soon. <laughs> VO5 shampoo conditioner. Something. You but know anyway. who else is not wearing a wig? Is Argyle. That yeah. is Eduardo's full-on yeah, hair. Has all his hair. But I'm gonna say either Jonathan or Dustin out. But my money is on Jonathan just due to the fact that like they're really pushing the whole um, Nancy and Steve getting back together and the whole distance thing. And I think that will be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And like they have no other options but to get mm-hmm. together. Um, all right. This is my theory. <laughs> and I hate that this is my theory because I don't want it to happen. <clears throat> but this is what I feel is going to happen. Okay. So we see the scene where everybody's trying to get back home from the upside down. Yeah. And when it's Nancy's turn, she goes to a different version of the upside down and she sees dead Barb. Yep. Uh, and we see that Steve stayed behind to try to get Nancy home, right? I feel like because Steve stayed behind, he's going to go and try to save Nancy. However, there was a split second scene of volume two that shows Eddie in the upside down playing a guitar. Yes. My fear and my theory is that Eddie is going to sacrifice himself to save Steve and Nancy. Oh, wow. By playing like a song that they both like or something. Well, like the whole thing with the music and bringing people back. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to grab his guitar to try to save them, to try to wake them up. And in trying to save them and wake them up, Steve and Nancy may be able to get out of there in time. And Eddie will be the one that sacrifices themselves. Oh, my God. And it will kill every part of my insides because I love Eddie so yeah. much. Eddie's just so well written. Um, um, I said, me and my brother were talking about, about like looks could be deceiving. And like from the outside, you think he's you know, this really bad, evil, mean guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just a nice guy that loves Dungeons and Dragons. And I remember... He's a rock and roll dork. Yeah. They I remember, exist. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I took my last year of high school in Orlando after leaving Puerto Rico. And in Orlando was the first time that, like, I was, like, in a melting pot with, like, just different people. And there was a guy in my science class called Mike... Um, tall guy. He was like the first gothic guy that mm-hmm. I ever met. And black trench coat, long hair, always wearing black. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, man, this guy looks creepy because that's all I knew from watching TV. And then like the second day talking with him, the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, just I, I, and like just seeing everyone talk about Eddie and oh my God, the freak and that like I remember having a friend like that like mm-hmm. how everyone thought he was just like this freak but he was really a nice guy yeah yeah i would hang with eddie in a second oh me too especially totally. especially if i get one of those cool t-shirts i need a hellfire <laughs> club t-shirt so bad i need it i need I, it in my i life. need a hellfire <laughs> club t-shirt i want to start playing dozens and dragons Let's get a campaign together. I, we got you. Let's I, do it. <laughs> I, I, I looked it up on YouTube. Like how to eat, how to start dozen dragons and like, all right, let's, let's, let's do, do it. This. I'm down. Even if we do it like over like zoom. <laughs> let's do with, it with everyone. How hard can it be? How I'm hard can it be? S- I'm so down. Let's do this. Um, I have a surprise question for you. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so this season is very heavily based on music, which I love. The soundtrack to the season is fire. 
Yes. I love every song they've played. Uh, shout out to Kate Bush. You've reignited my love for this song. It's been on my iTunes for forever. And I've never heard it played anywhere except on my own iTunes. And I'm so happy that they use this song in the season. It's a good um, song. It's amazing. But what song would you need played to save you from Vecna? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just a – oh, man. That's just a – oh. Right? Like this, this season made me think about it. Like, holy shit. Yeah. What if I was in a trance and I needed to be brought back? What song would these people have to play to save me? <laughs> I, oh, I got, like I, it would have to be some some a song that has like an some sort of importance, right? To me, like mm-hmm. like for Max, it was it was that one song because it reminded her of her brother Billy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I would probably say, damn, I'm looking through my. <laughs> <laughs> um, through my music on Amazon here, like just to like if anything catches, but I will have to say, fuck, let me see. It would be like a toss up of um, Penelope by uh, Robbie Rosa. Oh, okay. Just because whenever I hear that song, I think about being 15 with my best friend Carlos and I should like listen to that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. If not that, um, probably the first thing that comes to mind is Basket Case by Green Day. Okay. And just because whenever I listen to it, it just brings back amazing memories of me being a teenager. Like, like, I, 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 I guess, the, I guess those two. Jeez, how that, that's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Okay. Um, being that I, I'm such an 80s freak and I love 80s music so much and I'm a Jersey girl and I love Bon Jovi. Okay. It w- anything by Bon Jovi, but it has to be from the 80s. Not yeah. not anything, not any of his newer stuff. It would have to be like, like Bad Medicine or, <laughs> or um, anything from the New Jersey album. Yeah. Like the entire album has always been my favorite, but if I hear Bon Jovi's voice, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> you can bring me out of a, a, a coma by playing me some Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that case, if I was in the Stranger Things universe, right? If I was part of the Hawkins crew, uh-huh. obviously it'll be in the 80s. So I would say like anything probably by David Bowie. Oh yeah, that's a good one. David Bowie, like um, Modern Love, will be like one of them, or <laughs> Starman will be a, a second one. But yeah, that's oh, I got the music also in this season. Yeah, has been really like they've. I don't know how they could afford to pay for these songs because mm-hmm. I. Years ago, I thought, oh, they could play whatever they want and come to find out, like, no, they have they, they have to pay money mm-hmm. to, to use these songs. But I mean, they've reignited Kate Bush's musical career. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was forever going to be grateful for that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But like um, the California Dreaming song that they played was was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jimi Hendrix um, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah was was another one uh i think there was some kiss in there as well mm-hmm. journey uh, yeah oh my yeah the 
the journey song they played during for the trailer is one of my favorite journey mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Um, definitely Bon Jovi. Anything Bon Jovi or Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters will always wake me up. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's classic. Yeah. I think, uh, if you play Rope, yeah. that will bring me out of, out of a dead sleep, out of a coma, out of, uh, uh, uh a deadly disease. That, that'll save me. <laughs> yeah. Play me some Foo Fighters or Bon Jovi and I'm good. And I'm waking kid. up. Yeah. Some, or maybe some Kenny G. No. <laughs> Leave me dead if that's all you got. Leave me in the upside Let down. Let me die. Let me die. Leave me in the upside down. I ain't coming I back am, for that. <laughs> I am a okay. I'll be like, yep, this is definitely hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so Will's character, right? There's something mm-hmm. up with Will. What do you think it is? Do you think he has a, he, he's always had a crush on Mike? I think Will is struggling with his own identity. Um, I think he's in love with Mike and doesn't know how to express it and is afraid that he's going to ruin their friendship. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like he definitely feels a little bit of jealousy for Eleven and Mike. Yeah. I, I, I am with you on that. Um, it's, I can't, I can't wait to see his story and see exactly, exactly what, what happens with, with that. I'm just so excited for this show. I'm so happy for the Duffers. Uh, I, and I'm so sad that we only have one more season to go. It was, um, um, yeah, it was a, it was a really good run. They did a, it was been I, a, a five years. Yeah. Um, I think five, five years seasons. is a good place to stop. I think so. I think it's, it's, they've given us so much. I remember when season one came out, I like had no interest in watching it. Um, really? No, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I was like, ah, and then I just remember reading an article saying, oh, if you love Goonies and Ghostbusters, then you love this. And I said, OK, let me watch <laughs> one episode. Yeah. OK, let me watch two episodes. All right. I've seen the entire first season in one night. <laughs> I mean, I that's how that's how the obsession starts. Like I give every new show a three episode chance. If by the third episode I'm not completely drawn in, then I just I leave it and I'm like whatever. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh the same thing as you. I was like, "Oh, let me watch one episode. This looks kind of cool." And then it's four o'clock in the morning and I'm on episode 7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how it is. That's exactly what happened yeah. to me. I'm like I said very good. Supposedly the Duffer brothers have been have been tapped to do like a a ghostwriter project for um the MCU. Wow. Like, I don't know how true that is, but if I it can is true, see it I after this season, it. I could yeah. see it. If they could keep it the if they could keep the visual, right? The because mm-hmm. Stranger Things has a very visual look, the way they film it. It's and, very specific. Like you yeah. can always tell what Stranger Things is by any scene compared to other shows. Exactly. So if they could do that with like Ghost Rider, right? And mm-hmm. um, anyone other than Norman Reedus? Um, please no. <laughs> I don't please. want Norman Reedus. And I don't God. want I don't want give me someone else. Give me anyone other than Norman Reedus. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love Norman Reedus. I love him as Daryl in, in The Walking Dead. I, I loved him in Blade. I I do not want him as my ghostwriter. I'm sorry. No, it would just be Norman Reedus playing Norman Reedus in a Norman Reedus movie. Can we not? Can we just not? I forget who I was talking to. I was like, oh, like, you know who will make a good, like, Johnny Blaze? And they're like, who? Ryan Gosling. 
Ryan Gosling. I don't know why. Just like it, came, hmm. it just came into my mind. Like, yeah, yeah, I can see Ryan Gosling as like a Johnny Blaze. He's a great actor. Um, he's. A, <laughs> And hmm. I've, I've seen him ride a motorcycle before. So <laughs> he's Canadian. It, oh. it, it 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 works. It's got every element you need. <laughs> I could. I, hmm. I don't think I've ever thought about who I would want as ghostwriter. Um, huh? That could work. Sure. Yeah. He's a great actor. Kevin Feige, you've heard my demands. <laughs> I'm giving you to midnight to make yeah. the announcement tomorrow. I want a trailer. I want a full trailer by tomorrow. Oh man, I just I, I'm just ready for Ghost Rider to come. And if the Duffers do Ghost Rider the way they did this season of Stranger Things, I'm in. Oh man, it would Sign be me up. so it would be so cool. Like I said, just give us a really good Ghost Rider movie, and let's have a cameo by with um with Blade. Yeah. You know, do like a, a shout out to Doctor Strange in some way, shape, or form. Let's give Nick Cage a walk on role. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, give, Have give him Nick somewhere Cage. in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it will be awesome. He'll be so happy. Oh, God. Oh, oh. God. Guys, this season of Stranger Things, if you haven't watched it, um, if you haven't watched it, I hope you're not listening to us because we gave you all of the spoilers. We fucking <laughs> spoiled the shit out of everything. And I don't care. Tough shit. You've had more than a week. If you haven't binged it by now, that's on you. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Stranger Things. Yes. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for, for our favorite people. No, yeah. Um, I was going to say... Uh, if you guys want to see uh, the Demogorgon back in full brutal fashion, <laughs> this is this is this is the one to watch. Yeah, yeah, so good, so good. Um, it's about that time. Oh my god, yes, unpopular opinions. What is Abel's unpopular opinion this week? I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say it, guys. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm. I am in no hurry to see uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I agree. I'm I'm in no hurry to see it. I'm I'm tired of of Thor. We've seen him in in the first movie, Dark World. Uh, what else? Of Avengers. Like I need something new. I want to mm-hmm. see something new. Let me see. I'm excited about Blade. I'm excited yes. about Warwolf by Night. I'm excited about Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm even excited about the rumors of a Thunderbolts movie. Oh, my God. Right, with people that we've seen already throughout the MCU. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm just like, okay, it's, it's, it's been over almost a decade with Thor. I, 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 need, I need something new. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to, to leave the old ones in the past and move on to new characters. How about you? What's your unpopular opinion? <sighs> My unpopular opinion, and I feel like I've said this before, but it has to be said again. Y'all are going to have to start admitting to yourselves that some of your babies are just not cute. Not all babies are cute. Stop forcing your not cute baby on other people yeah stop making people lie to you and tell you oh how cute when your child looks like you mated with a possum (laughs) like stop it stop it 
please, <laughs> please, if you show someone a picture of your child and they don't say anything, put the picture away and keep yeah. it moving. Stop insisting that they comment on it. Because <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> Lord, forgive me, but no, not all babies are beautiful. <laughs> I feel the same way when people post pictures of their food, but like it's like a blurry picture or say just like a really shitty picture. Like, why would you post that? Why are you showing me this? (laughs) No. Okay. You know, no. You know what really pisses me off? And this is probably going to piss a lot of people off and I don't give a fuck. I don't want to see anybody's pregnant belly. (laughs) I don't want to see it. It's not cute. I don't want to see your stretch marks. I don't want to see the outline of the alien that's inside your stomach. That shit is fucking freaky. Let me tell you, the Lord knew what he was doing by not giving me kids because I am not made out to be a mother because that shit freaks me the fuck out. I don't want to see anybody's pregnant belly. Stop showing me that shit. Hide your pregnant bellies, guys. Stop showing me that shit. I don't want to see your fucked up belly button hanging out. Ew. (laughs) Why does it look like that? Why is your stomach shaped like an abnormal egg? Stop it. What's no. going on? Uh-uh. I don't want to see that shit either. Put Should've that shit away. Out. Put that shit away. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, this has been episode 54. I hope you missed us. <laughs> yes. Um, that's our time. Please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe, share. Like, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Stay Nerdy Podcast. Yeah, and if you have any suggestions, questions, comments, hit us up on our email at janeablepod at gmail.com. And tune in next week for episode 55 for your next dose of Stay Nerdy Podcast. The fire is consuming us, people. <laughs> it's Stay all nerdy. connected. It's all connected. Stay nerdy, friends. Bye.